Hello there, and welcome back to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and our mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place, one person at a time. Hope you are blessed and well out there, and you're enjoying your day, whatever you're up to, whether you're walking, in the gym, cooking, just pottering around, whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a good time doing it, and I'm looking forward to our next episode. Now, today's conversation on the podcast, I wanted to talk about something that I've been hearing a lot about recently. I just want to give a really short take on my opinion on the subject. And that subject is this. What does it truly mean to be spiritual? Now, in the in the sort of circles that I roll in, you know, the things I like to research and read about and look at on YouTube, we've all got our subjects, right? Gardening, you obviously know, is one. And weirdly enough, um, gardening's been one for a long time, but now I've been adding to the list. Human design, something that you've heard me mention on here recently as well, is something that I also like to research and look into. And another thing that I've always been fascinated about is the whole community of spirituality, spiritual leaders, when that goes a bit off, you know, when you start to get cults and that sort of thing where you have almost like a following that builds around an individual and then that individual almost becomes like a God figure to these people and creates this doctrine that they all follow. And that's my really shorthand version, shorthand description of what a cult is. I've been massively fascinated with that whole realm for a long time. And I think it's because what ties all these different threads together is this notion of spirituality. And spirituality is something that's difficult to define. How I would define it actually is the, the study or the practice of things not seen. And what I mean by things not seen is you're talking about, you know, you're talking about energy, you're talking about the, the God conversation comes in, you're talking about, you know, who we are beyond this physical body. We're in that arena when we're talking about spirituality. And so that's always been a big fascination of mine. But one thing that I've also seen is our tendency to turn something that should be liberating, something that should be freeing, something that should, you know, open up joy and happiness and love in an individual. I've seen how that can turn sour. And all of a sudden, the spiritual pursuit turns into a hotbed of pain, suffering, constriction. Now, for me, spirituality is not following a bunch of rules. Spirituality is not about praying to the right God, reading the right holy holy text. Spirituality is not about, you know, having the right diet or looking a certain way or money just flowing into your life because you're manifesting it or all of these things that you sometimes hear attached to spirituality. That for me is not what spirituality is. For me, spirituality is simply this. It is an acknowledgement of the essence of who we are beyond this body. That's it. Now, the reason that's so vital and important is because when you're getting into spiritual circles, we need to be mindful and we need to be discerning about when somebody is actually giving us a whole new doctrine of who we're supposed to be. And instead of it being based on society, instead of it being based on our parents, instead of it being based on the government, now it's being based on a spiritual practice. This is when we find ourselves wide open to conditioning. And this is when we find ourselves in, an, in, a, in a situation where our freedom can be taken away and we don't even know that's what's happening. Has that happened to me in spiritual circles? No, but 
There's been situations where I could have been close to that, where I could have got lost in a spiritual philosophy so much that I then close myself off to the rest of the world and then judge myself and my ability to maintain and uphold the rules that that particular doctrine is giving me. Now, look, am I saying here that, you know, religion is wrong, spirituality is wrong and all this? Absolutely not. It's a bit like that whole saying about it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And it's the same with spirituality. It's not what you practice. It's not it's it's not necessarily what you believe it's how you practice it and so for me really this opens up the freedom for someone to express their spirituality in a way that is authentic to them authentic to their history authentic to their culture authentic to their ancestors you know authentic to their heritage there's nothing wrong with that like i predominantly was I was brought up in a Christian tradition. My family were all brought up in that same way. Big up to all the Sunday school attendees who are listening to this. You know what I'm talking about. You get to Sunday school, you go off in your class, you learn about things about God, the Bible, you know, all these critical lessons about how to treat each other. You know, that, that was my upbringing, right? And so that's going to be a central tenet in how I see the world because that was a part of my upbringing. However, to be dictated to by that, to almost turn that turn myself into a slave to that doctrine is not empowering, it's not freeing, it's not loving. By the same token, to just reject it and throw it out because some people have the ability to do that isn't freeing either. So what I've done is I found a sweet spot where for me, when I go to the gospel choir and I sing words to God, to whatever you want to call that entity, that is beyond you know the human. When I go to choir and I do that and I'm pouring, you know, my soul, my energy into those words when I'm singing them, that's my form of worship. And that sits really well with me. And here's the thing. I don't care about anybody's opinion on that. I was on the bus the other day and I was speaking to, and people who get on the bus know this, that sometimes you end up having bus friends, right? And um, I end up having this bus friend, this dude who used to get on the bus like a few stops down from me on my way to work. And we were talking and he was asking me about what I was doing. And it just so happened that I was going to be performing with the gospel choir that weekend. So I told him about it. And he's like, oh, cool. What church do you go to? And I was like, I don't go to church. And he was like shook by that. Like he was like, you don't go to church, but you sing the gospel choir. And he saw that as a contradiction. I was like, yeah, man, church ain't it for me, but the gospel choir is. The gospel choir is where I do my church. The gospel choir is where I do my worship. And I feel very, very comfortable in that. And so that's a part of my spiritual practice. Is it conventional? No. And in a way, that's why I know I'm onto something because my spiritual practice is developing. And I use the word developing deliberately because it's not complete yet. But my spiritual practice is developing organically. It's developing as I go through life, as I mature, as my perspective shifts and evolves, as I grow. I incorporate some things into my spiritual practice and I let some other things go within my spiritual practice as well. And for me, that's a healthy approach to take. Am I telling you to take the same approach? You know me, I would never do that. But what I am saying is be you in respect to your spiritual practice. Do not let any entity, any body, any organization or authority tell you what spirituality looks like. What does spirituality mean to you? What does 
honoring spirituality feel, how, when does it feel right to you? And if it does feel right, and you've got a way of expressing that, go ahead and express it in a way that for you represents that pure expression. That's how we get to the place where people feel free to go into this conversation without feeling like they need to, you know, be identified or labeled with that. Spiritual practice is something for me, which is phenomenal in my life because it allows me to remain grounded. It allows me to keep a certain perspective in life that serves me. It allows me to keep my heart open to life and to, and to, to be honest with you, not be crushed by the, the difficulties that come, the challenges that come, the hard times that come, and they're inevitable, right? And spiritual practice is, for me, is something that massively helps. So I want to feel free in that area, and I want the same for you too. So this little conversation has just been about remembering that the most spiritual thing to recognize is that who you truly are is spiritual already. You don't need to prove your spirituality by doing certain things. You don't need to earn a spiritual badge, <laughs> a spiritual badge. <laughs> you don't need to earn spiritual status or become a spiritual master because spirituality is embedded in who you already are. And so when you know that fact, the need to go and acquire spirituality in a certain way makes absolutely no sense. Instead, we express ourselves, and in expressing ourselves, we understand that we are at the same time expressing spirituality, because who we are and spirituality are one and the same. So big up to you and lots of love to you, my spiritual beings out there. Continue being you. Don't allow anybody to tell you how you need to worship, how you need to praise, how you need to express to God, how you need to express in, in, in that way at all. To even have to have a belief in God, even that is a rule that you don't need to follow. Be you at all times. And doing that is you honoring spirituality to the fullest. I hope this conversation has served you well. I'm going to leave you to get back to whatever you've been doing. But if it has served you, there's a few things you can do to support the cause if you feel like messages like this need to be out there more. One thing you can do is subscribe to the podcast so that every time I drop an episode, you don't miss out on it. It's easy to do that on whatever you're listening to. It should have a subscribe option somewhere. Click on that and then every time I drop an episode, you will receive it. Another thing you can do is share this episode with anybody who you feel will gain benefit from hearing it. You can send it as a link and there's a way to do that. Um... And I can't think of any other way to do it. So that's the only way to do it. Because <laughs> I can't think of any other way. <laughs> if you know of another way to do it, I'd love to hear it. Get in touch with me and let me know. But I think that's the only way. Another thing you can do is leave a review. There's options to do that on Apple Podcasts. There's the option to do that on Spotify now as well. They've brought out the five-star rating. If you're listening to this, the, the rare birds who are listening to this on um, Audible, you can also leave reviews on Audible as well. So if you feel inclined to do that, you've gained benefit from it and you want others to know how sweet this podcast is, then that's another option as well. Peace, love and blessings to you all. Be you, be blessed. And I'll see you on the next episode.